Welcome, everyone, to Lessons with Mike. I'm here today with a world-famous guest, the the one, the only, Mikey. Yeah, hello there. He is an expert on Transformers, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, for those of you who don't know what a Transformer is, and you probably, I don't even know why you're listening, because the title of the episode is Transformers, so you, you, you must have clicked on the wrong thing. Uh, I don't know if I would call myself an expert. No, no, you're definitely an expert. See, I can only name, like, two Transformers, but Mikey can name, like, all of them. I, I could name at least three. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. What's the Triceratops one? Uh, Slug or Slag, depending on... Actually, no, it used to be Slug. No, it used to be Slag, but they changed it to Slug because Slag is a, uh, is a slur in the UK. They're like, you can't really sell toys with a slur on it so yeah that's probably a good marketing decision and slug sounds a lot cooler yeah (laughs) yeah so i remember when i was a kid uh the transformers animated tv show did you watch that oh dude i that is one of my favorite shows i loved that show i had all are you playing pool right now playing pool no i'm actually putting away speaking of transformers i'm putting them away you're putting away the transformers yeah yeah i'm putting them all away how many do you have uh i can actually look at it real quick i have a spreadsheet that has all of them although i did sell i think two of them so the number is probably off by a little bit so okay so the outdated number is 137 which is very small compared to uh other people who have also been collecting transformers for longer than me how long have you been collecting Transformers? I started in 2017. It was when I really started getting into it, but I have loved Transformers since uh, the first live-action movie came out in 2007. Yeah, those were good times. I remember uh, right after I got out of the theater from Transformers uh, Dark of the Moon, I was like, wow, that was such a good movie. I really liked that. And I was like a little kid at the time. And then my family was like, oh, by the way, you've been summoned to go to court. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to tell you. So I took you to see Transformers to make things a little bit lighter on you. I was like, what? <laughs> that was a fun day. I would say that my experience with my introduction to Transformers was a little more, uh, I'd say, happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my, so we would go to Michigan to visit the grandparents. And so... My dad would come with us for a week, go home to work, come back for the last week, and then we'd leave with him. But when he came back from working, because we stayed there for like a month or so, uh, he got me my first two Transformers, and I still have them. What were they? Uh, it, it was these little, I don't I, I forget what the toy line was. It was like a, it was one of those like simple, very simple, like three-step transformers. Okay. One of them was a Fire Blast Optimus Prime, and the other one was a Desert Brawl. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they had like little stories with them too, which was pretty cool. That is pretty like, cool. So yeah, I still have them. Uh, I, I, <clears throat> they're in a box in my closet right now. But oh they're boy. In a box. It's good. Yeah, keeping. That's a good place to put them. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've got over a hundred. Over a hundred and thirty of them. Yeah. That is Which, again, very impressive. Yeah. Well, 
and compared to most other collectors who have been doing it since they were kids, uh, mine is very small. Well, what's the most uh, valuable one you have? The most ooh, okay. So sentimental value is that Optimus Prime because it was literally my first ever one. Uh, there's not a price tag on what you can give to me that would make me sell it. But the one I could probably make the most money on, I want to say it is... Okay, I have a few of them. One okay. of them is a Japanese exclusive uh, Wheeljack, which was from a a toy line that they don't make anymore, or that was okay. also exclusive to Japan. And they remolded and repainted the face and body. And again, ex- exclusive to only Japan, very limited run. Uh, I could probably sell that for about $90. Uh, I have a Optimus Prime. I have two Optimus Primes. One of them I can probably resell for 160 maybe. And the other one, which is like a big old leader class one, is a it's technically a third party one, which means it's not officially licensed by Hasbro. So uh, okay. breaking the law with my toys. You have like bootleg toys, is what you're saying. Oh, it's so there's different. Okay. Hasbro is gonna yes, break yes, down and arrest. Yes. You. Not me per se, but so there's so there's two different toys. Uh, toys you can get. You can get like an official one that's licensed by Hasbro, so you can buy it straight from them or by a company that has a license to produce toys. And then another one, which is predominantly based in China, which are uh, non-licensed toys. They just take the designs and make figures from them without the approval uh, from Hasbro. See, that sounds like a crime. Uh, that's because it is. Ah. It, it is a crime, which is there's actually a lot of uh, third-party companies that have gone under and rebranded because of that. One of them, which is a really famous brand, uh, Wei Zhang, which is what uh, this Optimus Prime that I have is from. Mm-hmm. They they don't just bootleg them; they'll take the design, upscale it, and change the engineering behind it a little bit. And they'll usually give them better plastics, better accessories, better sculpts. So it is a different figure. Just it had a basis in ah, a, a different toy. It's like those memes where it's like, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just make sure it looks different, but then it looks the exact same. Uh, yes With and like no. With a few differences. Yeah. Well, sometimes they actually do change it a lot. This one that I have, it was the Weijing Black Apple Optimus Prime. Uh, which was a upscaled, heavily modified version of MPM-04 Optimus Prime. That one, I could pr- probably resell for four to $300. Nice, but, but you don't want to do that. You're going to hold on to them for some time. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't collect to resell. Yeah, you collect because you enjoy it. Damn straight. Let's segue real quick from uh, the toys to uh, the movies. I've seen all the mm. movies except the most recent one. Uh, Bumble, uh, the Bumblebee one. No, I haven't seen Bumblebee, and I haven't seen The Last Night, but I've seen uh, all the other ones. Okay, so 
see Bumblebee, don't see The Last Night. Yeah, I hear The Last Night is garbage. Okay, so uh, imagine if ADHD was a movie that, and it just so, and it just happened to have Transformers. That the it's the the storyline makes no sense. The aspect ratio of the film itself changes from full screen to widescreen. That sounds like it would get annoying really quickly. Uh, it does. <laughs> Last time I saw it with uh, Maddie, we, we, we <laughs> that was just the one thing we kept on making fun of was just the, the aspect ratio of the movie changing. There's no consistency. Literally not. Yeah. And so that was actually when uh, they were like, all right, we need to reevaluate the film franchise. And that's when Bumblebee came out. Yeah. Was Michael Bay involved in last night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay. Well, he actually wanted to stop at the third one, The Dark of the Moon. Yeah. But Paramount wanted him back to direct another trilogy. And he was like, okay, it's whatever. It's money. I'm going to do it. Which, <laughs> hey, you know what? Props to him. Uh, he, he knows how to make money. And boy, did he make money. In my opinion, I think three is the best. And then two and then four, and then one. But a lot of people like four. I just, I got my hopes up for the Dinobots because I love the Dinobots, only for them to be in there for like 10 minutes. The fourth one kind of does away with a lot that was set up from the first three movies. Yeah. Both in terms of motifs in the music and in terms of character. It's, it's, my major gripe was Optimus Prime murdering a person because he has not done that in any of the films except for look, look i don't mind him just going to a robot and being like i'm gonna take your face off but when he goes to a human and says i'm going to take your face off it's a little uh yeah kind of goes it, it kind of goes to do that it goes against the whole character of optimus prime a little bit and uh, his voice actor is amazing. And every time he speaks, it's like, wow. Ah, dude, I Peter Cullen is yeah. one of my favorite voice actors. Well, he's also done uh, roles like uh, Mario in the oh, really? Mario cartoon. Yeah, wow. and uh, Eeyore. The Eeyore one I can see. But uh, he's got a lot of range if he can do Mario and Optimus. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, the... There's a story about how he uh, got his, or how he came up with the voice of Optimus Prime, and it's really cool. Well, tell me the story. Uh, so the long story short, he, or his agent was like, hey, there's a role that, for you to play or that, or that you can audition for, and it's about this robot commander, basically. And so he goes to his brother, who was you know a part of the military, to get inspiration. Like, you know, how do I get this character right and his brother basically told him not to be one of those hollywood heroes like rambo and to be a, a much softer spoken uh more friendly character and so uh, rather than being like over the top rando or rambo or uh who's the other rocky. big macho man rocky or terminator yeah he was a lot more he, soothing yeah, a lot more soothing, a lot more down to earth <laughs> for being a robot, yeah. and basically nailed the role. And he's, he's been doing great. it. Oh yeah, well yeah, he did great. He's been voicing Optimus Prime ever since. 
I, I can't picture anyone else voicing Optimus. It's just so iconic. There's been a few voices, a few other voices of Optimus Prime, just because. Yeah, there's uh, been so many projects like with uh, with the with animated programs, uh, uh, video games. I'm sure there's been tons of different projects. Yeah. So yeah, he has uh, he has voiced Optimus Prime more oftentimes than not. Yeah. And I know uh, he didn't voice Optimus for the uh, Transformers Prime show. Uh, oh, no. No, he did. He did. He voiced it for Transformers Prime. He voiced it. He, he vo- the only ones he really didn't voice it for was Transformers Animated. That one was David Kay, who voiced Megatron in Beast Wars. And no, he didn't do it for the Netflix show. He didn't do it for uh, another little show called Cyberverse. Uh, he didn't do it for another. I think it was the Prime Wars trilogy. He didn't voice it for. Uh, a few of the projects uh, after uh, Generation One. So like Beast Wars, he didn't voice it for. Uh, the Unicron trilogy, which is Armada, Energon, and I always forget. I always forget the other one. Uh, anyway, those three. And I think some of the games he didn't voice it for, but I want to say he has done it for most of the Transformers projects, just because he like he is the voice of Optimus Prime. He has cemented it. Oh yeah, and uh, do you know if in the new one it's a uh, the new the mo- next movie scheduled to come out? Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is going to be based on Cybertron, right? Or so that one had so Rise of the Beasts will probably yes. have. Stuff of the title, I'll say it has some Beast Wars stuff in it. Well, they've actually confirmed that there will be uh, some Beast Wars cast or Beast Wars characters in there. Okay, so, yeah, I think it was announced that Ron Perlman is going to voice Oct- Optimus. Uh, he's going to voice Optimus Primal, which is oh, that's Optimus a different character. Uh, yeah, he's he's a, a descendant of Optimus Prime, okay. but a monkey. Okay. Mon- Monkey Prime. <laughs> That's pretty cool, I guess. Robot Monkeys. It's like that show, Super Robot Monkey Team. Oh, dude. That's basically what Beast Wars is. Oh, is, wow. Uh, really? Yeah. Megatron, well, in that show, like they're all descendants of uh, the Transformers that okay. have traveled to the past. And so like they're not the Transformers that you know, but they're descendants. So you have Optimus Primal, which is Monkey you have Megatron, which is a dinosaur. You have Cheetor, which, get this, Cheetor turns into a cheetah. Whoa, I would have never guessed that. I didn't guess that. But yeah, uh, you have Rhinox, which turns into a rhinoceros. Rhino? Yeah, they got a little creative with the names. But yeah, yeah all of them will show up in the uh, next movie. I don't know about Megatron, but the primals will definitely show up in there. One thing I've always not liked about the Transformers films, there's too many people I don't care about where I just want to see the Transformers doing stuff. Yeah, I hope that this movie is like that. But yeah, the release date got pushed back. I think 2023 now is what it's looking like. Yeah, I'm very sad about that. I was really hoping to get to watch that with people. But hey, you know what? It's okay. I mean, because... people will still be around when it comes out. You just have to wait a bit longer. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to wait. But, I'll hey, watch no, it, it with you when it comes out. Awesome, but you know, it's fine because this summer was the 15th anniversary of Transformers, the 2007 movie. 
Oh, wow, I'm old. <laughs> dude, I feel old. Are you kidding me? Dude, I watched that shit when I was, when I was seven. I, I literally tracked the years based off of just whatever year it is, minus one. I remember, but yeah. Oh, man. I was, you're a little younger than me. So I didn't see the first one in theaters. I saw the second one, third one, and fourth one in theaters. And the first one, I ended up, I didn't see that one until, I think I saw the second one before the first one, actually. Ah, so you, you, you saw the racist one before you saw the good one. Dude, I thought Devastator was the coolest thing, though. Oh, my, dude, that scene, okay. So a little fun fact about that scene, or just about the way the movies were made in general. They were very big on scale and how every moving part of the Transformer has to fit in the vehicle mode. So in the first and second and third movies, primarily, they focused a good bit on keeping the sizes of the Transformers relevant to the vehicles that they were. And so like Optimus Prime, Oh, Lord. He had a lot of moving parts. And they were all individually modeled. And so I think rendering out the transformation scene in the first movie took like several days. Or I, I know it took at least two days. And so for Devastator, take that same mindset to that. There's eight Transformers all connecting and transforming at the same time. I want to say that scene took, if I remember correctly, like a week and a half to like render just for that movie. Wow. Which... Yeah. And I, I know a lot, the second one has a lot of racism in it, but if we just take out the racism, like we'll do a fan version of the film without any of the racist moments. That's just straight up removing two whole characters. Yeah. Those that characters are... are not good and they shouldn't have been in there to begin with. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree with you on that. Also, like, I thought in the end of Transformers 1 that Bumblebee got his voice box back, and that was just never mentioned again. That that was one thing, but I, I want to say that was purely because they weren't planning on doing sequels. They just wanted to make one good movie, and then now that they had the green light for a second movie, they're like, ah. Oh. We don't need a plot it was, it was, anymore. No, it, it was really cool when Bumblebee used the radio and spoke in quotes. Yeah, that, that is very cool. Let's just take out his voice again. And so they did. Yeah. And I, I like that. That is really cool. And I got a question. I've always wondered. Uh, so I've noticed Autobots tend to just copy land vehicles and Decepticons copy flying vehicles. Why is that? So that was... Okay. We'll have to travel all the way back to the year 1984. I wasn't even alive then. So that's a pretty long time. Yeah. So... The Transformers were based off of a toy line, a Japanese toy line called Diaclone and some other one. I forget what it was, but it was mainly Diaclone. And that was a bunch of vehicles that just turned into robots. Well, Hasbro convinced the heads of the company to buy this toy line. So they did. And then they converted it all to the Transformers. And so while they're brainstorming ideas and how to pitch the story, they somewhere along the line, they just said all of the military vehicles, they're big, they're bad, we'll make those the evil ones. And all of the vehicles, so the cars, the buses, the, the ambulances, whatnot, will be the good guys. 
And so it was really a thing all the way back in the 80s. Okay. That they just so kind like of a, said. It's like a metaphor for the, the overarching military industrial complex. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> no, I think that it was more of a, oh, the military vehicles are mean and bad. We'll just make them the bad guys. <laughs> kids will love that. And uh, kids did indeed love that. Yeah, uh, they, it's one of the most successful toy lines. Like, there's always Transformers toys. Like, even if there's not, like, a media project going on, there's always toys, like, constantly. Oh, yeah. And I remember I would always want to buy them as a kid. Like, oh, I want this one, I want this one. And I had a good bit at one point. Uh, unfortunately, I don't. I didn't keep any of them. And when I was rummaging through some old boxes full of crap that I had from when I was a kid, I did find two salvageable Transformers figures. <laughs> salvageable. Keyword, salvageable. Yeah, there was a, a figure I had of the Fallen from Transformers, the second one, and Ooh. he was missing so many parts. Though it was it was bad. Was he missing an arm and a leg and the head? Uh, he was missing the head. Yes, and it's, most, it's uh, most the of head. his appendages. It's it's always the head is the first thing to go for some reason. I don't. I never understood that. Just keep the head on. No, no. When you're a kid and you're playing with it, you decapitate him. I don't know. I mean. A lot of the Transformer toys, that, well, I guess I liked, uh, I had a lot more of them, but I never lost parts. They would they would break on me, but like I didn't like lose head or whole appendages. It'd always be like little tiny parts that were just like, oh, cool, here's the one panel for the vehicle mode that's really small and obviously going to break. Yeah, yeah. I feel like these a lot of these uh, these toys now, the good ones, are made to just stay in the box. Yeah, uh, which is. Fairly sad, actually. Actually, when I was messing around with one of them today, broke the hinge off of one completely. And it made me very sad. Oh, that is rather sad. But it's fine, because I can always just buy another one. I feel like you have an addiction. You call it an addiction, I call it a hobby. It's a good hobby. It's better than drugs. I mean, it's less harmful than drugs. I don't know, dude. If you took all your Transformers figures and threw them at me, versus if you took all the drugs you had and threw them at me... The Transformers would arguably do more damage to me. Uh, not unless you take the drugs and snort them. Yeah, just throw them into my bloodstream somehow. It'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, hey, you, you already have a bunch of microplastics in your bloodstream anyway. What's a little... What's a little, what's a little drug going to do? Um, yeah, what's a little more plastic going to do compared to black tar heroin? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any fun Transformers stories you wanted to share? There isn't, there isn't anything necessarily... Fun stories that I've had, just general in general, just very. Well, I, have, uh, well, what I have enjoyed the favorite? hobby. Ah, Megatron, dude! I can't. I love it's... Megatron, dude. Hugo Weaving voices him in the original three films. Uh, yeah. I'm not. Does he? Does he do it for all of them, or is it just the first three? The first three. Apparently, he hated working with, on the Transformers, but just stuck through it because he signed a contract. Well, <laughs> Another fun fact. You didn't have to do that much work. Just speak into a microphone. You didn't even have to show up. Yeah, also true. I actually don't think he showed up for a lot of them. I think he just did it all on in his home for some of them. I <laughs> see. I love Hugo Weaving as an actor, but I feel like he hates every single thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, it's because, like, <laughs> all right. I've I've heard he doesn't like Agent Smith, and he didn't come back for the new Matrix. No. I heard he didn't like Red Skull because he didn't come back. Um, one so like do you like acting dude or are you just doing it because your, your times are tough like what's the deal <laughs> times are tough dude he 
he doesn't need to act for another he doesn't need to do work for the rest of his life man he's he's kind of made enough money to just chill Take Whenever he gets bored, he signs on to some important role, does it for a few minutes, hates it. <laughs> takes his back. check and leaves. But yeah, Megatron is ah. Oh. So there are. Well, here's the thing about uh, Transformers, is that they tend to reboot themselves mm-hmm. so often, like mm-hmm. they because they're they're always keeping it fresh and the door moving. And so Megatron, so if you look at the difference between Optimus Prime and Megatron. Optus Prime has always turned into a red truck, whether it's a fire truck or a semi truck. He has maintained relatively consistent. Whereas but then Megatron, Megatron, I know, has been all kinds of things. Oh, he's been tanks, he's been planes, he's been dragons, he's been he's been a hand at one point. Oh, that he's, seems. Fun. He's been a. He's been a. A Mad Max like robot. He is the alien jet, alien tank, uh, just a straight up handgun. He is he is probably the most uh, varied character in terms of look, appearance, and just 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 all around. And even his uh, story has morphed and changed to be just so 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 cool, like. So before he was just like, "Oh, I'm the big bad guy who wants to rule the universe." Ha ha! Yes, ha, ha, ha. Evil. I have a mustache. Yeah, and that was like his '80s counterpart. He wasn't really anything beyond that. Uh, some hints of a backstory about him being a gladiator, but you know, nothing past. Oh, I'm big and evil, and I like to kill things. But later, in in the in the age of Transformers, uh, as the property is developed and grew with many different properties and interpretations it's been streamlined to he was a gladiator who worked in the mines of trans in the on cybertron and they had a cast system which was like you know transformers are just inherently less valuable to the to their society than others mm-hmm. and he wanted to break that mold and so he went from a miner to a gladiator to a politician and a revolutionary uh, leader. And that's how he and Optimus Prime met. And this was the story that they came up for, came up with in Transformers Prime in the comic books. And he basically wanted to take Cybertron's society, uh, tear it down and rebuild it to be equal and fair. And along the way, becoming more power hungry and just completely just going off the wall. Interesting. Wanting to conquer everything. I never knew any of this. This is so interesting. Oh, it makes Megatron my favorite character just because like the the tragic story of like a revolutionary warrior just losing his way. Just all the different variations of Megatron. It's it's super cool. Well, well, you're going to hate me when I tell you that my favorite is Grimlock because dinosaurs are cool. And hey, man, you know what? Dinosaurs are cool. I love, I like Grimlock too. I love that whole concept. It's, oh, I can turn into a truck. I can turn into a plane. I can turn into a T-Rex. <laughs> like Grimlock, he is, he, he is just as uh, intricate and varied as uh, Megatron in terms oh, yeah? of, yeah, how many different characterizations there are of him. There's a lot of them. So in like the 80s, 
he was built by Wheeljack in I want to say so Transformers the Last Night. He was one of an one of the ancient knights of Cybertron, which went nowhere. Which I'm kind of upset about. I didn't oh. fill out that storyline in any way. Or you have animated where he was like I think it was a an, an attraction of some sort that got life by the Allspark. Oh, and then there's the Transformers uh, games where Grimlock was a basically just this big brute of a soldier who got experimented on by Shockwave. And he basically turned down his intelligence to to give him more just brute force and power. And so, which explains later why he is so just angry and vengeful all the time. It's because he was literally experimented on. That's so interesting. See, I, I never knew any of this, uh, this lore. So you're, you're really like a Transformers uh, encyclopedia. You, you, I think you definitely count as an expert. I know enough to like the franchise. I'll say that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but no, this was fun. I enjoyed this. Oh, yeah. I like being able to talk about Transformers. We it's... will have to, uh, to go. What's we'll another Transformers episode? But yeah, uh, dude, there's so much more to talk about when it comes to Transformers. Like, you could talk about the toys, you could talk more about the lore, you could talk about the conception of just more about the movies. Like, there is so much to talk about. You're going to need, like, if you want, like, an extensive rundown of Transformers, you're going to need another two or three episodes. <laughs> Perfect. I love it when I have guests that agree to come on more than once. I wouldn't mind coming back on more than once like i could talk to you about the toys in general and how it's morphed into what they are now oh yeah you're of... really getting into it with all you, you with all this stuff and this is uh without any even having any notes like this was this was fun oh was i supposed to have notes no you weren't <laughs> oh cool buddy you take care right. of yourself and i'll all see right. you next time i see you all right you take all care right. now